Welcome to the Anime Backlog, a podcast featuring three weebs forcing each other to finally watch each other's anime recommendations. A note that episodes will contain spoilers about that week's featured anime and will have explicit language. You can follow the show for updates on Twitter at the Anime Backlog. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Anime Backlog, or that time we forgot to watch a show, so we started a podcast. Episode 15, another wonderful Wednesday, affectionately referred to as Hump Day, from what I understand. <laughs> I and, already don't like where this episode is going. And uh, <laughs> my name is a post-domestic girlfriend world. In a post-domestic girlfriend world. No ice-cold suppositories today. And... Um, <laughs> My name is Dan, uh, and I'm up next on the rotation. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Sparts and Marcus Rothenberg. How's it going? Hey, everyone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Any idea what's going on for today's episode? No clue. Crossing my fingers for horse girls. I was going to say, my guess is pretty derby. (laughs) Ooh, pretty derby. They like to eat carrots. They have horse tails. Um, they run their little hearts out. Um, and uh, so so basically, I'll just get into it. I, I'm going to be assigning all 12 episodes of another one of my favorites, Doro Hidoro. <laughs> I was wondering when this one would come up. Okay. So Doro Hidoro, hopefully this one is a little more approachable than my last recommendation. <laughs> uh, it's less approachable in other ways. Because it's violent. But uh, so the original manga is created by Q Hayashida. This is most likely their most famous, uh, uh, our most famous work. Die Dark is their currently serialized manga. I'm looking forward to whenever that gets adapted. Um, it's just as good as Dora Dora, if not a little bit better. And uh, this is the second female created work that I've suggested so far. Also one of the shows adapted by MAPPA before they really blew up. Mm-hmm. So wait, you said Die Dark is better than Dorohidoro? I think so, but it's just a manga. You don't like Die Dark? I read like the first volume and I was like, this ain't me. <sighs> so we will see. Good start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Mal's got this one at 8.06. Okay. And uh, But I mean, ergo is like 7.9, so you, your mileage may vary. Uh <laughs> But the description from Mal, uh, Hole, which is the place that they live in, it's called Hole, a dark, decrepit, disorderly district, with alliteration apparently, uh, where the strong prey on the weak and death is an ordinary occurrence, is all but a befitting, is all but befitting of the name given to it, a realm separated from law and ethics. It is a testing ground to the magic users who dominate it, as a race occupying the highest rungs of their society. The magic users. Think of the denizens of whole as no more than insects. Murdered, mutilated, and made experiments without a second thought, the powerless whole dwellers littered the halls of whole's hospital in a daily basis. Uh, possessing free access to and from the cesspool 
and with little challenge to their authority, the magic users appear indomitable to most, aside for a few. Kaimon, main character, more reptile than man, is one such individual. He hunts them on a heedless quest for answers, with only a trusted pair of bayonets and his immunity to magic. Cursed by his appearance and tormented by nightmares, magic users are his only clue to restoring his life to normal, with his biggest obstacle being his stomach. His female companion, Nikaido, who runs the restaurant Hungrybug, is his greatest ally. Uh, set in a gritty world of hellish design, Dorohidoro manages a a uh, healthy blend of comedy and lightheartedness with death and carnage. Taking plenty of twists and turns while following the lives of Hull's residents, it weaves a unique world of unearthly origin and dreary appearance, not for the squeamish or easily disturbed. Okay. Now, he wields a pair of bayonets. Wouldn't we just call those knives? Yeah, but they're like the specific ones with so that you can hook them onto the end of a at the bottom of an you know a barrel, and then they're a particular length to okay. them. Does he just hook them on his fingers? No, he, so. he he uses them like knives. They're just Damn. big. They're just so big ass they're knives. knives. <laughs> they're just big ass knives. Uh, Strike one, Doro he Doro. He needs to hook them onto his pinky fingers and slash people like that. So the first time I watched this show, I did it in about two sittings. Uh, and I was just blown away with how unique and refreshing the setting and story felt. The music is really strange, but uh, real appropriate at the same time. Uh, characters tend to be pretty interesting and varied, both the protagonist and antagonist. What that's kind of a blurry line too. Um, not the protagonist part, but the bad guys like are, aren't so bad. They just have they're just opposing basically. Okay, they're a foil. Not a villain. Um, and the world building and aesthetic are super dope. It is 3D CGI, but it's one of the better ones to have come out in that style. It's the uh, movement can be a little janky as you get with 3D CGI a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not like buttery smooth like the new Trigun, but um, they lean into the style, so it's not it's it's not nearly as bad as uh, it could be. Well, this also came out like barely pre-COVID, right? This was like January of 2020, I think. It, COVID was locking people down before it ended its run. Well, so I, it, I mean, like, because for COVID really started about February, right? So this was like right before. Let's yeah, it's, it, that season started in January, ended yeah. March 30th. A lot, Most of the lockdowns were starting like the like March, March 15th yeah. through the 25th range. Okay. All and right. there's uh, six OVAs that just do more stuff. They don't really, they just, they're just for fun. So if you want to watch them, go for it. There is one that is uh, fairly special to me, but it's completely silly. doesn't actually add much to the story other than an explanation about something strange happening in the op opening. Oh, also the opening is uh, a, a wild, weird acid trip. It's great. Okay. So just a note, it is on Netflix. Netflix has the OVA listed as all the OVA is just listed as episode 13. Mm -hmm. So Oh, okay. If if you're following along, you can stop at episode 12 and that's what we're going to cover on yeah. the pod. Oh, they just have it listed as one show with that. Yeah, cuz I pulled okay. it up and it's 13 episodes. I'm like Mal or Mal said this was 12 and Dan said this was 12 and I look it's oh it's the OVA is the 13th episode. Um, How many OVAs did you say there were Dan? So there there's there six few. but they're like shorts. They're 5 minute yeah. OVAs. Oh, there's six it. of them. Yeah. So they I think they probably just squished them all into one episode is my guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm so there. I'm tracking. For so 
just for uh, a little, hopefully a little hype, the anime, the Crunchyroll Awards back in uh, 2020, this was on the list for anime of the year. It lost to Jujutsu Kaisen, another MAPA. Mm. But so that's, I don't know, JJK was pretty big, uh, a big yeah. deal when it came out. So I get it. But Dora Hidora was on the list and it deserved to be there, in my opinion. Also, kind of impressive that this came out at the very beginning of the year and was still in contention for anime of the year at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, usually the recency bias is strong for oh, these yeah. award shows. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, N, uh, one of the, the antagonists of Dora Hidora was on the list for best antagonists of the year as well. Uh, okay. He lost to uh, Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, okay. It's I just remember... Aaron. I remember Aaron being best protagonist and best antagonist. Man, he, sh- he should have gotten both. <laughs> Just for the meme. Oh, but, God. Yeah, do you guys have any questions about the show or any concerns? I am slightly concerned that it feels like this could be another uh, Vivi and Ergo Proxy situation because I am getting slight cyberpunk vibes from this. Uh, Other than, like, f- the system really sucks. And over-the-top violence, it sounds like, um, with some unique animation. I'm not saying it's like quite as much of a parallel, but I am Mm -hmm. seeing a little bit of similarities between the two. What was um, Cyberpunk's Mal score? Like 8-9? 8-6? I don't remember, to be honest with you. 8-6-1. Okay. 8-6-1. I will say, my, my concern is, man, 3D is hard for me. I, I agree. So that's like my concern. But at the same time, I haven't heard anyone talk shit about this one. Whereas any other 3D thing, I've heard at, at least a few people talk mad shit. I haven't heard it about this one. So that is like a point in the positive where I'm like, okay, maybe it won't be so bad. Well, the thing they do is they add like a style to it. They 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 try to evoke the artist's very interesting style, mm-hmm. uh, Q, and it pays off because it kind of softens the blow of it being 3D CGI. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically they stylize it enough that it's not screaming oh we made this in 3d a 3d rendered model basically right just like within video games you know uh, Mm -hmm. if if you've got enough style to it it doesn't matter what the graphics are you know it'll it'll be timeless because the graphics will come and go but if you've got something interesting to bring to the table then people are going to remember it if it's its own specific thing yeah yeah i see see what you mean but um, this shows uh completely absurd uh and i i love it for it but and and I, I would have done a shorter run, but there wasn't a great. The, the only like cut that I thought would have worked would have been like episode four, which is real short. Um, okay. Because cause they kind of yeah, that would be real. Yeah, because because after that, the rest of it is just them doing the rest mm-hmm. of another arc. And I mean, I don't mind doing twelve. So yeah, like, you don't uh, have to justify that to me. I love the show. I did it in a couple settings, and uh, I've actually started rewatching it because I was getting excited <laughs> already. <laughs> okay. I love the tags for this. It's action, comedy, fantasy, horror, which is <laughs> quite the mashup. It really is. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. But, um, yeah, we'll go with the 12 episodes, and uh, we'll take it from there, and we'll see what Marcus and Nick think of another one of my favorite shows. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's been hit or miss so far. I was going to say, it seems like there was some shade in that comment. I liked 86. Awesome, yeah. yeah, 86 was great. Um, school Live, I'm looking forward to seeing if you guys uh, finish School Live or if we do it on here. Um, but uh, kind of, we'll, we'll leave it there. Any any other closing statements before we uh, hop to the next magic 15-second musical interlude? No. See you on the it, other side. Yeah, I think it's magical interlude time. Magical interlude, go! Welcome back. We are a week later, a week older, and a week further into Doro Hate Doro. Hopefully we all finished it and didn't watch eight episodes. <laughs> and uh, no particular reason there. Well, I did watch eight episodes. I just also watched four more after that. Wow. You dog. Okay. Um, so Doro Hate Doro, 12 episodes. Uh, interesting ride. What did you guys think? Nick, you want to take it first? You want me to take it first? Why don't you start us off? Okay. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy this. Like. Interesting. I, I, re- I really didn't. I mean, there were some bits that I thought might be a little bit funny at times. Like some of the gags are jokes. But for the most part, they didn't really hit. And honestly... The main story was the least interesting story to me. Oh, sure. It's a character like driven show. We're supposed to be, I guess. Well, no, I mean, that's what I mean. Like the main character I didn't care about. I didn't care about Kaiman at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't do much. He's more just like the foil for like the rest of the characters to bounce off of. I feel. Yeah, I mean, I mean, overall, this this just what I and that's the thing. I think I am the target audience on this, but it just did not hit for me. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I honestly don't know what you guys would enjoy at this point. Um, <laughs> you think you know uh, a person. Yeah, you, you think you know someone. But, I mean, uh, I, I know it's a show that I love, and 8.06 on Mal, but we know how Mal's uh, a, little, a little wonky at times. Well, I, I mean, I'm not knocking it or saying, like, this is a bad anime. I'm just saying it it wasn't for me, mm. personally. That's fair. All right, Nick, what, what, did, what did you think? For positives, <laughs> I generally did find it pretty funny a lot of the time. Uh, the humor generally landed for me. 
for both a positive and a negative, this was the most crazy-ass fever dream I've ever experienced in a TV show. It was all over the place all the time. And I kind of would appreciate it at some times, and other times I would find it hmm. like really uncomfortable and just like, well, what what is even happening? I went back and read through the entire all the synopsises for all 12 episodes because I'm just like, I only just watched it like the last 72 hours and I still kind of don't remember everything that's happened because it was so all over the place constantly. So, you know, that might have been my problem with it. Like just too many ideas. Yeah. And and my biggest issue, honestly, is as we were getting like in the last couple episodes, I'm like, okay, here. I don't know if this is going to like finish the arc and obviously it didn't. Yeah. But I didn't love where they left it where it just kind of like okay, there's still like 10 things being in the air right now, but uh hope for a season 2 guys cuz we're not tied up any bows. Here. Yeah. No, no, I I I won't disagree with you on where they left it. Um cuz you know, I we, we need to figure out the mystery and you know, first for for some kind of payoff like even though as much as I enjoyed it, the, the uh, having like interesting characters and having them interact and stuff, um, you know, if there's no payoff, then it just kind of lets you down. Um, I feel that um, my personal gripe with the show was uh, just the CG. It, it wasn't the worst yeah. by any means, but it's still <sighs> the the industry needs to pay their their people more and give them the time to animate shit. Because this 3D CGI stuff is just whack. And otherwise takes shows like I Loved Ajin. And that was a hot piece of garbage on the <laughs> amount of like shitty CG they did. And I tried then, so, starting that one and I couldn't do it because Oh of my it. god. It was just like plastic Lego people running around. And yeah. and it's a shame because Ajin's tight as fuck. Um, but Daryl Heidoro did it a little bit better. But it's still like... For me, it, it would be a top tippy top tier show but what keeps it from you know the the top end for me is spend a little more money stop doing shitty cg mappa it was such a mixed bag too because sometimes the cg would just be it'd be fine and i wouldn't even notice it and then other times it would just totally pull me out the and it movement it, it was, lacked was consistency mm-hmm. not even some of the movement for me it was like a lot of faces faces got me bad and specifically i cannot remember his fucking name but the second doctor guy that was all about research oh the kid yeah the the 60 year old who was de-aged or whatever they Mm -hmm. just did not animate that man ever and i think he was supposed to be deadpan though deadpan is one thing not animated is another Mm. because he didn't even look deadpan he just looked unfinished to me and so, like, every scene, I'd be like, okay, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. The CG isn't bothering me. And then he'd show up, and I'm like, oh, God. They spent all awful. the budget on Johnson. Yeah. I did like Johnson. I Shocking. Did like, yeah, Shocking. I, <laughs> I did like Johnson. I don't know. I, I I love this show. This is, you know, close. It's, if it's not in my top ten, it's up there. Um, but I thought the story was completely refreshing uh, and it just felt like there was too busy. Yeah. Nothing really had time to breathe in this show, I felt like. Well, yeah, actually, that's do what we, we want to get into the episode to episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because then, yeah. then we can take it. Because like there were some episodes I liked, and then some I didn't. So it wasn't like a consistent feeling the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It was just from episode to episode for me personally. So episode one, we open with uh, a little scuffle between uh, our main characters, Kaimon and Nikaido, against Matsumura and uh, I forgot the other kid's name. Fujita. Uh, Fujita. Fujita. Fujita would yell at Matsumura a lot. And yes. <laughs> yes, he would. You forget that you forgot the dude's name who's in the entire series, and you yeah. remember the dude who dies in the first two minutes immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they. I think they say Matsumura's name more. Anywho, <laughs> they do say it a lot. <laughs> and uh, so they're having a little scuffle. D- does it open with him in the mouth? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it opens it with this bit where Doro, uh, Kaimon will grab sorcerers and then they'll trip out and they'll see a, a head come up and then they'll say something and then Kaimon will release said person and then ask them what did he say and then they kind of a dumbfounded confused way say like that, that that I'm not it I guess uh, but so I was I was immediately hooked with the, just this episode with like that's crazy. Like, How did he figure out to put the sorcerer's heads in his mouth? Good question. <laughs> that was one of those things where I was just like, I'm going to suspend disbelief and yeah. assume this was established before. Cause oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like at this point, they've been hunting for a while together. And yeah, like two years, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I really appreciated Nikaido, like the other... Uh, Guy about to cast a spell, he kind of walks around and then just gives him a little snap to his finger. Oh, yeah. When she, like, rock, paper, scissored his finger, that shit yeah. made me... I laughed really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like going up to a Harry Potter wizard just, like, snapping their wand and saying, screw you. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, fuck Harry Potter. But... Uh, Agreed. Then, you know, Kaiman's done with them, pulls out his bayonets, and... <laughs> Uh, and slices and dices them. Uh, Matsumura sends his friend home. So that's the well, opening bit. It's like the severed arm shoots <laughs> yeah. out a spell under Fujita, which makes a door. Fujita falls through the door back into another dimension. Yeah, and... So, and yeah, please go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, it. I don't know much about how the human brain works or severed limbs... But I don't think the severed limb can, like, consciously do things. So, yes, uh, magic's weird. (laughs) But also, I think that they loosely established that sorcerers (laughs) are not exactly human. They're not human, yeah. And, like, they take damage. I don't know, like, another episode, Shin's got his guts hanging out. And he's just, like, riding an elevator. But that's a part of the kind of like absurd violence paired with the comedy that the show does. They're they're video game characters essentially. Uh, like they can take bullets and be fine. They can take sword slashes and be okay. They're they're video game characters. So this, but this opening bit had uh, a lot of really fun music. I loved the music throughout the whole show. Uh, at times they'd have weird Sicilian like romantic boat music, and then they would have metal tracks, and then other strange experimental shit. Uh, I love that. I don't know if the music hit for you guys or not. I don't think the music, I've never found it 
amazing, but it definitely was either solid or at, at worst just didn't detract from anything. Yeah. What'd you guys think of the uh, intro, the the, uh, the opening? Made me really want gyoza. <laughs> I did not like that intro. You didn't like you didn't like the weird acid trip opening. No, uh, it, it it hits different when you uh, watch it on edibles. I'll, I'll promise you that, Marcus. Yeah, <laughs> that that shit was noise to me. Honestly, I did you notice the little gyoza man? I did. I watched through the intro like three times just yeah. to make sure. And I was like, yeah, I'm skipping this from now on. This is the same me. Oh, I watched the intro every time and I watched all six outros they used. I yeah, think? there's quite a, quite a few yeah, different a outros. Few outros. Yeah. And then I thought they were fun. Interesting, at least. They were. Those were kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah. But everything about this show is all over the yeah. place. I don't know what how many drugs in what order were consumed by the creator and director of this because that's what i accepted it as because the show is at least consistent with its inconsistency (laughs) and kind of breakneck chaos Mm -hmm. aspects Mm -hmm. and that's why i found it uh that's why i found it refreshing because it's just like this is nuts there's you know they're just moving from moment to moment and then whiplash with the tone uh but I thought they did well, but I know that's one of the main gripes that I, whenever I was looking up other people's reviews and stuff like that, they're, they kind of like ergo, it's like, I loved this. This was a masterpiece or this was dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then like, I'm definitely not in either of those camps though. I'm, I'm I, in the, it oh, was, sure. there was things I liked about it. Um, my biggest gripe is definitely where it just started so intense and so fast and never slowed down. And it never really took the time to say, hey, we're going to at least get you on the ride before we get the train rolling. Just the train's rolling and you can just try to catch no. up if you want. I love the fact the show kidnaps you from from episode one and just takes you on a ride. For uh, me, it was more of like there's too many ideas going on and it seemed like they just didn't know what they wanted to do. Like they didn't know what they wanted this anime to be is what it felt like hmm. to me. So like the best way I could describe it is if you're like – starting a D&D campaign and the DM is like, yeah, I've got my homebrew campaign. But you have no idea if it's going to be a horror campaign, a sci-fi campaign, a mystery, political yes. intrigue, and the DM just goes, yeah. And you're like, okay, so what's the main quest? Uh uh-huh. Okay, well, what are the side quests? Uh uh-huh. okay. You can guarantee that I did not put this as my, uh, as a, uh, a show I would recommend for a starter <laughs> the anime by any means i understand that even though i you know enjoy it to the fucking moon it's not a starter anime uh so <laughs> the show establishes that sorcerers come down to the hole which is the place they these people live in and uh, experiment on on the denizens and mm-hmm. so the town is this like favela style diesel punk just building stacks on top of each other everything's dilapidated run down i thought that was another thing that um i felt like how it had parallels with megaloboxes poor area where they're just kind of like shitty graffiti everywhere mm-hmm. things are just kind of kept together with band-aids and twine mm-hmm. uh and i thought Caitlin, the show did a good job with that caitlin made an allusion to this seeming like an alice in wonderland parody where it's like 
the dichotomy between these two different worlds mm. and just crazy stuff going on and just basically how N was the Cheshire Cat kind. Or not the Cheshire Cat, the uh, the Caterpillar that's just like smoking yeah. hookah on the uh, on the mushrooms. She was like, is this supposed to be kind of an Alice in Wonderland allegory? I was like, I don't think it's an allegory for anything, buddy. I think it's just, I think they're just doing stuff. I mean, yeah. Alice in Wonderland is similarly just really fucked up and trippy, so... It definitely so I, tracks as a similar vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we established that uh, Kaiman loves gyoza, which I identify with. I, agree. I do as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we cut to after the gyoza bit, uh, we get to see, I believe, N, little, just a little bit of N after mm-hmm. the guy, after Matsumura gets killed, he goes back to. And then they spent a little bit of time animating and drawing out all the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Or at least the static ones. At least the static ones. Mm-hmm. And I did appreciate that uh, Kaiman gets a job at a a part time job at a uh, at the hospital. Yeah, magical victim hospital. And uh, let's see here. Oh, I wrote down chopped off the fingies. Oh, and then this is when we get to meet Ebisu, who is like a running joke character throughout the show because that was she was best girl. She's the most unhinged. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This in, in a universe with Noi, I don't think Ebisu takes Thank best you. girl for me. Thank you. Cuz 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 Noi Noi and Shin carried a lot of this show for me. Also, Nikaido? Uh, she Nikaido's was a up G there too. the whole time. You oh yeah. But, but, uh, but no, no, I agree with Noi. Noi's Noi's best. Yeah, and so Nikaido is shown as being like a very capable, strong, and like she's she's muscular uh, at times, but then is just completely dwarfed by another character later <laughs> in that department. Uh, L- quite literally. Yeah. Uh, but Ebisu, uh, another sorcerer, just pops up in front of Kaimon and Nikaido, and they're like, hey. And then they accost her. I think, what was it? Chopped off some fingers. I and chopped off he, fingers immediately. And then bit down. And Fujita shows up through the door to try and, like, pull her out. Yeah. And he manages to get her out without her face. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And pulls off her face. And then it's the next scene. He's just completely shocked and dumbfounded with her face just, like, attached to a tooth hanging there. And then Nikaido just like real casually is like, oh yeah, you didn't get an answer to your question. He's like, yeah, I know. Okay. And uh, there's also this running bit that that gets me every time is uh, Kaiman sleeps on a pillow and he always sleeps on his back. And every time he gets up, the pillow is attached to his his thorns from the back of his head. His spikes, yeah. 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 but that was the first episode. A lot of, lot of vi- like, uh, more violence than I think a lot of the other episodes just kind of crammed into one. I mean, it, they didn't hold back in the other ones by any means. But this one was just kind of big, violent bit, big, violent bit. Mm-hmm. Like, ex- well, especially so due to Ibiza's face. Well, a lot of the other violence is caused by magic, which isn't, outside of Shin, isn't quite as gory for a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, N, when he murders people just turns them into mushrooms mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I appreciate how kind of anticlimactic his like he's he's like a walking catastrophe, but then whenever he gets someone, there's just a soft showering of rubbery mushrooms bouncing off something, which is episode two. <laughs> uh, this is a, a we get to meet Shin and Noi for the first time, and they're cleaning house. Casually just counting. <laughs> very much of uh, Jules and Vincent uh, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I very and, much got those vibes from them. And Noi was just putting dudes' heads into the wall, uh, and then just one after another, Just I guess she could, she could count them easily. Yeah, because they were betting with who was going to kill more or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I so, think it was just mostly Noi doing it. I don't think she really cares. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, he cares about who he gets to eat the food the fastest, though. Um, yes. And he and always then, wins. <laughs> and I really, yeah. And I really like their, like, casual co-worker banter after they just go in and butcher a bunch of dudes. And they're just like, oh, yeah, another day at the job. Jules and Vincent. Again. Well, yeah, and, and Shin's very much like, N's got to stop sending us after all these lackeys. Like, I'm tired yeah. of killing lackeys. I want to go after big dudes who are not work at all. Like, stop it. <laughs> well, and he says that he doesn't like uh, like fighting or hurting people weaker than him. Mm-hmm. Him? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a thing that kind of sticks with another and another bit later in the episodes. Uh, Fujita is getting bullied. And then he shows up and he's like, you like to bully weak folks, huh? So there's like this strange code that he has even though he's ultra violent and murders people he's got a, a a particular code that he sticks with like you know he meets a friend he's like oh i'm not gonna kill you i'm gonna let you run <laughs> i'm yeah. gonna let you go but no you gotta go uh and then yeah. so we get to see shin's magic for the first time um after the we, we, we cut real quick to the rain happening in the hole nikaido's hiding from it not feeling good. Cuts back to Shin and Noi wrecking this uh, this group, and then they get to the leader of this outpost safe house, and then we get to see uh, Shin's magic and why he asked for a very particular brand of trash bags previously. Yeah. Also, point of note, uh, these dudes all had cross eyes yeah. oh, as yes. well. Yes. So yeah. like and then that's first, a feature of Kaiman as well, yeah. Yeah, so our first in our first interaction with people with cross eyes besides Kaiman himself. Yeah, and then the man inside Kaiman's mouth is also cross-eyed. Mhm. We say cross-eyed, then, I don't mean that their pupils are looking in a different direction. <laughs> I mean that they have red crosses over their eyes. Uh, no, I just realized a, how that might sound to audio <laughs> and not us like physically putting crosses over our eyes uh, where yeah. you can't see over a podcast format. No, no, we got a bunch of just a whole gang's full of cross-eyed dudes just can't see <laughs> shit. Yep. Bend no depth perception, just can look at their own noses. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Worst gang ever. And then they're leaving the outpost, the the, the gang place that they attacked. And then Noise like, "All right, job well done." And then slings the bag over her shoulder. And it pops, and then all of his bits come flying <laughs> out because you find that Shin's power is that he can cross-section people, but then they get to be alive about it. Yeah, they don't die from being like completely eviscerated. They're just 
chilling but can't do stuff. Yeah, they can shake their bits. That's about it. Well, and, and then they're in like constant pain, right? Yeah, I would yeah, assume. So, so, the, so the the magic like keeps them alive in pieces, and then they just bag them up and do whatever they're gonna do with them. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then we start getting into this weird. Because um, I was kind of surprised that we had so much screen time with the other group. Like, I expected the Nikaido Kaiman show. But we get equal, if not more, time with N's group. Yeah. Yeah, N's family, as he calls it. Yeah, his, his little crime family. So they're having a dinner. Ebisu has uh, brain damage, due, uh, trauma, due to all of the stuff that's happened to her. Fujita has this uh, dress that she had ordered and it's just a myriad of zippers and patches mm-hmm. dresses her up uh, very poorly and Fujita um, can't figure out the puzzle <laughs> he can't figure it out uh but this is when we get noi up until this point noi was wearing like a a gimp mask i was and, gonna say you can call it a gimp mask yeah, that's what a, it was because it's because it's a gimp mask um wearing a gimp mask um just looked like oh yeah she's canonically 610 jesus and so Otherwise, it looked like a, a male this whole time, and because uh, just big muscular dude, six ten monster. Well, and she and she binds her chest. Yeah, and, and she binds her chest, and then takes off the the mask, has long flowing hair, and then they go to dinner, and it's like, oh shit! And this was the 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 treat that I was going to say was for Marcus because we had a big muscle mommy, uh, in in the show who and she's a fun, like, very nice, chill, but also like a the the battle berserker female that uh, yeah. trope that I like too. I'm like learning stuff about myself through throughout the course of these. Like, <laughs> I I didn't know that muscle mommy was a thing for me, but it apparently fucking is. Like, <laughs> who fucking and, knew? And Nikaido's up there too because she's she's always shown as being really fit, and, yeah, and, and ultra strong. Um, who knew? I also asked. I had to check with Audra, and I was like, hey, so this Nikaido character, they always show her like she's got uh well she's well endowed but one of the things that i thought was an interesting point was they always showed her with a bra and a sports bra and i was like that yeah for what i understand is quite accurate <laughs> that sometimes you just need extra support to keep everything in check i right, well and, and i um, guess if you're fighting like crazy and shit like that yeah and, and I, if you're routinely fighting and murdering people <laughs> yeah and i needs, wonder if that was some extra support. Uh, a product of the author, you know, artist being uh, female too, that they would have that perspective of like, but I digress. Uh, well, cause a male author probably wouldn't think of something. Like yeah, no, that. it would just be, you know, like, a oh, rubber band boobies. and some this, string. There's some big boobies and this is yep. her armor. It does plus two agility. And uh, so N loves mushrooms. They have uh, a dinner. There's a little show. They get attacked by some shape-changing uh, folks they, mm-hmm. that sh- decide to shape-change into Nikaido and Kaiman magically. This was a bit of a plot hole, I thought. Uh, and they try to get away, and you see Anne uses power for the first time and turns them into a couple, like, three or four dozen mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And then everyone looks at their plate. Because they're all eating mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, because he, he just picks one up. He's like, hey, cook these up. <laughs> just yeah. casually. It's a very Hannibal Lecter-esque thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he did have a 
kind of Hannibal mask too. <laughs> I gotta say, also, I flip flopped between English and Japanese for this. God, yeah, damn. let's we'll have to talk about that. N in English, holy fuck, made him the coolest part. Red really? Vegeta was cool because of the voice actor, and I called him Red Vegeta the whole time. Wait, that was um, uh, was it Cybot? Whatever. No, uh, no, Keith Silverstein. Oh. The, I will say the English cast was stacked. It was stacked. But some of the translation changes, were, there were some Wild. choices. Yeah. yeah what what episode was the uh, lynching thing you found? Dude, I don't, I don't I think remember that was the three. episode. I think that was right. three. Shin and Noi. We'll, we'll get there then. Uh, yeah, we yes we will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can just rush through two. We go back after this end uh, attempted murder bit happens. We go back to Nikaido and Kaiman. They're going somewhere. They're doing a little adventure. They take. They get into a hotel under a bridge that's just tents because everything yeah. sucks here. Tent six. Nikaido has to go to the store. Um. People try to jump her, and she just kills them all. Like, she not just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she fucks them up. And then um, after that, the, they cut to a different bit. They're walking through, and they're like, man, this took so long. How many muggers are in this city? And so I just <laughs> imagine they just had to cut a swath through this fucking town just to get to this next area. We get a time skip of them getting past 28 people. Uh, and then they go to this... Uh, place because they're trying to find a sorcerer who's hanging out in the hole who remakes people's faces uh, and then we get some interesting uh, inter- more interesting music a lot of lights and uh, I noticed that one of the liquors was jam bean which I got a kick out of yeah there's another I don't remember what episode it was but there's an episode where they see a building and the title of the building just says Mappa yeah it just says Mappa I think yeah. it's <laughs> I think it's in the sorcerer world. They're panning over ends like oh okay a state I just re- compound. I just remember I took a note of it, but then like me being shitty at taking notes, didn't write down what episode it was or where it yeah. was. Like, so episode three is the 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 opening is so in the Japanese dub or uh, the original <laughs> Noi says you were being chased and beaten up. And then Shin responds, yeah, everyone should experience that. Makes you stronger. In the English dub, Noi says, didn't they try to lynch you? And Shin says, yeah, a lynching is something everyone should something everyone should go through because it makes you tougher. And I had a moment of, what the fuck? Le- also, who chose that? It's Who a, chose that a room, translation? A room of white folks sitting around greenlit this fucking script. No joke. Like, they were like, ah, black people don't watch anime, whatever. We, this is fine. What a, what a fucking choice. That, bro. Caitlin stopped it, because Caitlin was still watching with me at this point. She stopped it, and she goes, did they just say that? And I was like, I feel like I might be losing it because there's no way they did. But I heard it. And so we rewind like 10, 15 seconds and I'm like, 
I still feel like I'm delusional. There's no way that they said this. Because this also came out in like 2020. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. And then we switched to the Japanese just to see what the opposing uh, like subtitles were. Yeah. Like, man, so someone just chose that. Someone chose that. Okay. So for the English dub, that shame on you, honestly. <laughs> that's yeah. that's horrible. Uh, cause I was confused when you uh, messaged me about like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then you sh- and then there it is. I'm like, oh yeah, no, they just fucking say it. And then I I had like immediately I was was it was I at work? I don't know, but I stopped everything I was doing, <laughs> and I had to look up the sub, and I was like, no, they just said like. They were chasing you down, trying to kill you, but. Yeah, so, so listeners, I messaged the group chat with a, like, big, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> and Caitlin took, like, a video of my reaction and sent it to them. And Dan had a moment of, like, I don't want to say panic, but kind of just, like, a disillusionment of, like, no, that's not what happened. And then yeah. looked it up. <laughs> I, I hadn't even started watching yet, so I was like, what for, the fuck am I getting For into? the record, I did not recommend the dub. <laughs> I like to flip-flop between the two just to see. It, no, it, it's interesting. Like, I did that for 86, and it it, mm-hmm. it uh, was a, a value add to the experience for yeah. sure. I'm also uh, one of those weird people that can, like, pretty seamlessly flip between a sub and a dub, and I'm fine. Like, It depends on the quality. <laughs> I will say it was hard for me with Dragon Ball Z, but... Other things. Ugh. Little old 80-year-old ladies. Ugh. Okay. Uh, so this episode, we have the uh, a little bit of the fallout of all the magic being trapped and done in the hole. And there's a yearly event of Night of the Living Dead. And it's so, I thought, comically not scary most of the time. Because people are just like, oh, well... We'll make it into a little event. And they have like little food stalls set up. And like fucking <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese prizes. Like yeah. you get tickets. <laughs> well, so literally the doctors and priests are installing these thing coins like into the corpses so that when they rise, people get prizes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all very also, strange. One part that I will say made me crack the fuck up was whenever the priests are like going down the street doing their like little prayer parade thing. I don't mm-hmm. know what to call it. And I, I don't remember if it was Kaiman. He was like, look at their feet. And they're all just like wearing J's. <laughs> yeah. like, well, they can't really run away if they're wearing like sandals or ceremonial garb. And I'm like, yeah. all right. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> yep. Uh, so they're they're fighting zombies. Uh, but this is when the cleaners, ends cleaners, Shin and Noi are sent over. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it looks like they ended up starting on different sides of town because they're they're really trying this year because there's a meat grinder <laughs> up for one of the prizes. And they're like, oh, man, we'd make better gyoza this way. Yeah. Uh, don't have to grind by hand anymore. Oh, that's great. You don't have to do the intro bit anymore where you're just chopping like crazy. And uh, but then they go back to they're doing a little like a ramen break. And they're like, hey, did you guys did you guys go on the east side? What are you talking about? No, we've been cleaning on the west. Oh, there's people like you on the other side. And then they meet up. 
and we get the first big standoff between the cleaners and the, our main characters. Uh-huh. Well, but Ibisu gets bitten and turned into a zombie before we get to them meeting up. <laughs> the yeah, the yeah. fucking gag character. <laughs> yeah, she gets like, oh no, she's getting like chewed on in the background casually. <laughs> and then he saves her for a little bit, but then she starts chasing him. Well, she oh, just starts also, trying to bite everybody. <laughs> yeah, she just starts biting everybody, but she's still talking, like screaming yeah. out, like, I want to eat, like, brains. She just seems like a weird kid. Like, that's all. Like, she was yes. just a toddler, a bitey toddler. Um, and then, so this was the first fight, and then we get to have a Nikaido Noi standoff. And then we get a lot of the Noi goofy battle berserker where she gets kicked in the stomach. He's like, wow, you kick really hard. You rattled my intest, like my insides and then yeah. coughs up blood. Just casually too. But then it's also like, I like you. We should be friends. Ah, oh, wait, shit. I got to kill you. My bad. Yeah. Shucks. <laughs> Them's the breaks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so they have a fight. Nikaido gets overpowered. Kaimon has to fight Shin. Uh, he gets a... Shin loves the fucking claw hammer. Yeah. Or hammer, or the, the claw side of the hammer. Embeds it in his in his head, but then he gets the bite down. And Shin gets to experience seeing the little man inside Kaimon. Uh, but Shin then also Sh- has this moment of like, oh wait, I can still move my body. Yeah, no one else does it. Everyone else <laughs> yeah. is just completely shocked. Shin's like, I'm going to pop your head off with yeah. this hammer. And then does. See, I don't know why Shin goes for the claw hammer. Could just go for some reverse crypt crowbars. Oh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I want? I want him to have giant swords that look like J's that he holds like with a weird reverse grip. Also, yeah. he doesn't have a shadow and he falls into concrete because of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it when that happens. And God, what a fucking shitty anime. So, All right, so there's a little bit of the like more uh, ridiculous comedy. So they they take they take out Kaiman and Nikaido. Nikaido dips, reveals that she's a sorcerer, which I thought was cool. I did like that part a lot. That was a nice little twist for me. She pops open a door, dips, and then Shin's like, "Huh. Well, they weren't that bad, but we got to find out what this mystery is of." <laughs> the the man inside Kaiman's head. But mm-hmm. as he's doing this, he's walking away, still with a knife in his heart from fighting Kaimon, and then slowly tips over as he's casually talking with his hands <laughs> in his pockets. That gag got me really bad. I will say also what got me about Nikaido like using her sorcery to make a door and dip it out. In the English dub, she's literally like hanging out of the door with Kaimon under her arm and she just goes Bye. And then pops through the door. <laughs> and I laughed so goddamn hard at that part. Uh, uh, and then we uh, transition mostly into, there's like a little bit. She says, it has the stomach fat finally reached your brains. It's, uh, you know, a pillow gag. He, he regrows his head. It's Everything's okay. Uh, and he's got his old head in a jar. Yeah, that's got to be quite the existential uh, mind fuck there. Yeah, the quote I love from this part was, uh, it sure is creepy carrying your own head down a dark street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then episode four. N says, I have a friend named Turkey. And they go visit. I I love 
Turkey. He's great. <laughs> so we meet this other wizard because they're trying to figure out who the guy in the in the mouth is. And uh, there's a there's another sorcerer who can create doppelgangers with his unique magic with just your memories and a little donation of the smoke magic. Mm-hmm. But he does it by and cook- roasting a duck <laughs> by cooking up a big uh, roast. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to I don't know. I, I love that. That's fucking great. <laughs> and turkey has an entirely cooked turkey for a head. Mm hmm. Uh, so they they test it out. They did it with Noi, uh, or uh, Shin gives the sample. He re- recreates Noi, full also, naked. It says like, yeah, use your one of your favorite memories. He was like, well, there was this one time when we were coming home from a job, and I fell asleep at the wheel, and we ran off of a cliff and started plummeting to our death. And then it just shows them screaming in a car, <laughs> and then pans back to him donating the memory. And it's like, okay, dude. Is there not therapy in this world? No. I didn't think so. Because no. everybody needs it. Yes. No time for therapy. We got to do smoke magic. We got to do smoke so, magic. So, yeah. Then we have a nice little montage of turkey chopping up the onions and carrots and stuff and trussing up the, the, the duck just right, adding herbs and putting it in the oven. And then it says roast duck with assorted sorcerer on the bottom of the screen. And out pops this blonde man who's covered in herbs and spices and shit. What I found interesting about that is his magic works by roasting a duck. No part of it says he has to roast the duck well. Like, could he just throw a duck in the oven, like unplucked or whatever, and it come out fine? But no, he's like got this artistry to it that he's got to do the whole spiel. That's how he can charge more. Is that it's, it's artisanal. Yeah. Artisanal dynamics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then they, uh, ends crime family has to go to a ball dinner get together thing. And they, they walk in and there's these just corpses just floating in this, in the air above. Like, like hanging from like chains and hooks and Mm -hmm. shit. And they have like little presents attached to each of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so this is a like a resurrection party. A special resurrection person comes out, brings people back to life, and then takes the present. That's the whole mm-hmm. exchange. While everyone's eating like finger foods and stuff, just kind of watch watching this all play out. Yeah, with the flies surrounding the corpses right over the food. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice no atmosphere. Way- Noi also makes that comment of like, what's that weird music? And then it pans up to the ceiling and it's just a sheet covered of flies. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yes. Okay. This show generally made me hungry for gyoza. This episode didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The show made you want gyoza, but it wanted, made you want to vomit the gyoza afterward. Yeah. Uh, They find out that the, uh, people who are doing the resurrection are hacks, and they have a. It's revealed slightly later. There's a, a little creature that's doing it. This little like pink dog thing. Yeah, and then Kikurage. they sh- <laughs> they they show Shin and Noi doing their little wombo combo. Mm-hmm. Of he just charges in, and Noi just heals him <laughs> as he yeah. goes. 
and then yes, we get the cat. Um, f- after they get the cat, the cat gets a gimp mask too. Well, this is this is also where we first figure out or learn about the black powder that the lower magic uh, sorcerers are using mm-hmm. to be able to actually do powerful magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it's magic cocaine, but it's black powder instead. I do cocaine. All I could think of was Red Eye from uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. The first oh, episode yeah, yeah, of Bebop. Yeah. That's yeah, what it made yeah. me think of pretty immediately. Yeah, there uh, was definitely a few connections this had to Bebop and a few other mm-hmm. shows around that era. Sure. Um, Because I think this was written, this is an older manga. I think the manga only finished in like 2018. I don't think it's that old. Yeah, it's slow. Well, it could be older and still not done. Look at fucking One Piece. Yeah, but this was like 37 chapters or something. It wasn't like 500 chapters. Yeah, maybe it was a a chapter a year. I don't know. Oh, original run 2000 to 18. 18 years? God damn. Yeah. Okay. And only 23 volumes. Um, I think... So about two chapters a year. Yeah. You know, it's still faster than Hunter x Hunter. And um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm not mad. And... You're a little mad. Yeah, I'm mad. I'd I'm touch. fucking mad. <laughs> I just want more. Okay. Um, episode five opens with... Um, oh, we Fuji- forgot something. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so this is also revealed that... Um, other doctor, Kasukube, who... Oh, yeah, his house. So, yeah, his house is all weird because he is doing experiments on sorcerer's corpses, and he also makes a magic door out of their corpses, and that door allows passage to their world without having to be a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the end of the episode. So I just wanted... Oh, yeah. That was an important thing. We've got a bit where... So Kaimon hates sorcerers. Most people in the whole hate sorcerers. And then the fact that Nikaido is a sorcerer, Kaimon is just ignoring. and Or at least not talking about it. He doesn't remember, I thought. They tell him, and they're like, no, 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 no she's not. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, moves on. Because I thought, I thought it was he doesn't remember, they tell him, and he doesn't believe them. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. He's like, you guys are a little loony. That's not real. Yeah, Kaimon is very much... You can tell me whatever. That's my buddy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I trust her inherently. Stop telling me she's a sorcerer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like if someone tried to tell you guys that I have a full head of hair, you'd be like, no. <laughs> that's not right. I believe you're a wizard first. Um, Probably. Also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, episode five opens. Fujita's getting bullied. Because uh, Fujita, uh, and he's one of the characters in the end crime family he's uh pretty weak mm-hmm. he tried to go get revenge by bringing a, a so was, it, was it an mp5 what the yeah. hell <laughs> and uh but then he's getting bullied and so this is the bit where the cleaners show up one dude gets chopped in half literally with her hand yeah like because yeah. someone is chopping fujita in the head yeah and i'll goes, show you a karate chop, chop. <laughs> yeah and then uh the other dude, and they they take the two halves of the man. They're like, "Look, it's a bully sandwich," and they squish the two halves together on the other guy. Which Jesus Christ? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he he uh, Shin punched his heart like through his chest and out. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you like bullying, you know, people." Uh, well, I like murdering people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just likes murdering people. Um, 
And then is this the when we get to see a devil for the first time? And then this, so this hinting at this uh, strange hierarchy in the sorcerer land where there's sorcerers and then they're kind of based on, their hierarchy is based on how powerful they are more or less and how mm-hmm. much influence they have. But then above them, they have literal devils because there's a literal hell mm-hmm. that they are three to 400 feet above <laughs> at any at any one time because it's right there. Yeah, very close. Uh, well, yeah, we find out that the toilets are just like straight portals to hell. No, oh, well, yeah, some the special, yeah, the special toilets. toilets. This one's what, special. What does he call it? It's called a flame flush toilet. Yeah. And Kaimon is feeling sick. He goes to the toilet and he throws up in it. And he just flushes the toilet just regular and fucking hellfire shoots out. And he reads the directions and it's like, after flushing, be sure to enjoy the screams of the damned souls in hell or something like yeah. that. And then right after that, you just hear, ah, like in the distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then, uh, so Nikaido gets pulled to the side uh, after, because this, this is the one where she goes visits the shop. She splits off from Kaiman, visits the like magic smoke shop. Gives him a sample. He loses his mind. He, he, he straight up goes, hmm, oh my god, I'll be right back with all of my money. Yeah. <laughs> all of, everything I've got, here you go. Here you go. Here's he all says, of my money. He says, I would get in so much trouble if anyone knew I even had this. I'll give you everything I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, he was down. He was all in. Didn't even try to haggle her down. Just, here's everything. Mm-hmm. And then you know, she just cold up murders him. I respect that in a man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah she just murders him uh, and then she just takes his tray of money and then says I would like to talk to a devil here's this tray of money that I have not counted <laughs> and so I this was another plot point that I thought I would hope that they would have expanded upon like what's her connection with this and that's what I'm going to happen you know, after this hopefully but there's a particular devil who is looking out for Nikaido and has a particular interest in her uh, and has helped her out before Asu. And uh, let's see. Which I will say at first, I wasn't positive if he was actually a devil because he kind of doesn't look like one from what we see here. He Mm -hmm. just looks like a dude in a mask. Like, yeah. And at this point also, it seems everybody in the sorcerer world wears masks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that's a cop out so that they didn't fucking have to animate faces because it was 3D CG. I, I mean, a convenient cop out because they all wore masks in the manga. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they must but, have been like, whoo, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that saves us a lot of animating budget. Yeah. Right and then uh, <laughs> or this why was... they thought they could get away with CG, too. Yeah, this was my, uh, although yeah, Nikaido uh, finds out that he, she needs to go into the N estate, and because she was trying to get the resurrected Risu, right? Yeah. Well, we find out that the cross eyes guy, the doppelganger, is Risu, who was Kaiman previously. Kaiman well, also. Well, uh, there's a bit at, of mystery, but at this point, yeah, that was yeah, the implication. Yeah, at this that was point. the implication yeah. at this point for sure. At this point, 
Um, and then Kaiman also recovers his memories and he believes, like he remembers the name Risu and he's like, oh shit, the man in my mouth is, is a person I knew named Risu. So Nikaido goes to try and find Risu, little quick little rematch with Noi. And that's the, that's where we cut out is Nikaido's cleaning house, runs into Noi. And then it cuts. And then and they're like, uh, oh, round two. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, and then this is my favorite outro. This is the mushroom one. And then it goes into the doom sequence, which I mm-hmm. I thought was a, a very interesting choice. <laughs> Everything in this was <laughs> an interesting choice. <laughs> Episode six opens with an actual shot of a beer being poured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like not animated. No, it's just 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 a beer being poured, but then it cuts to Kaimon being like sitting around waiting for Nikaido to show up. Uh, Which I had a moment in that where I was like, "Man, if if their CG can be this good, why aren't they doing this more often?" Then I realized, like, "Oh no, I I just I'm dumb. That's yeah. that's all that is." <laughs> like, they got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Nikaido and Noise fight. They're going to you know they're going hand to hand, and then eventually Nikaido's like, "I can't do this. I need to get going." And then, was it, she throws something or just chops, but, like, damages Noi's eye. But I don't know if she grabs it from the ground and pitched it or whatever. I can't remember, but but I know she, like, scratched. Yeah. Yeah. Damages her eye. Noi rips off the mask and is just like, let's go. I'm ready for more. Oh, where'd you go? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, because she can't see. Yeah. And... uh, we cut to Risu, who's been that he was a. Uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. We skipped the bit where the doppelganger, the the turkey meat doppelganger, would go and find the original. That was one of the key bits about why they did that. Well, not necessarily find the original. It would just do the things that it would have done mm-hmm. in life, or like it would follow the paths or the actions yeah, of yeah, yeah. the original person. Yeah, like the zombies in school live. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And he ended up doing weird things and then wandering back to an apartment. They find a box with a head in it. We got a seven callback. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. We <laughs> we have a fight. And he's still, I appreciated that he was still full of like duck juice. Because after they kill him, they're like, oh, I'm just covered in duck juice. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but they bring it back. They resurrect the head. They stick it on a robot body. He's hanging out, talking to N. They find out that Risu was just a low level cross-eyed member like had no he had very shitty magic kind well, before of they stuck it on the robot though it was just on the ground just oh, like yeah. choking yeah it was just because yeah. it had no neck oh yeah and, <laughs> and it's like he's trying to say something and they're like no i'm pretty sure he's just choking like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and uh so they figure out that they're going for risu or this this intruder nikaido is and then they run back into the room with Risu, and he's like, hey, and what's up? <laughs> and then you see the shot of Nikaido flying through the air, busts through the window, pu- gives Anne a real good punch to the face. And then he gets mad and just starts pumping the room full of his fancy smoke. Just mushroom juice. Just mushrooming everybody. Um, well, it didn't seem like that was intentional. That like just is... Like when he loses control. That's oh, just yeah. What it happens. was like a berserker rage thing. Yeah. He's like, this yeah. will not stand. Like someone hit me. I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, and just lashes out. 
and uh, Shin has to whack him in the or no, Noi has to whack him in the back of the head. I th- I believe uh, just to knock him out. Yeah, because Shin is fucked up. Yeah, Shin is. Uh, what kind of mushrooms are those? Was it Inoki? Buddy, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but, I don't even like mushrooms. So yeah, I mean mushrooms are nice. Uh, so everyone's turning into mushrooms around him. Noi has to heal everybody up. Uh, you find that Nikaido has a mushroom on her back and it's killing her mm. and she's turning, but she uh, doesn't have a Noi. So they have to go back to the hole to get regular doctoring done. And it looks really, really fucking rough. We yeah. get a lot of backstory about Shin and his, him growing up in the hole and they apparently had a neighborhood association. I thought I didn't like my HOA. <laughs> and we voted to do a neighborhood association or an HOA. And they decided to stick with an HOA. But apparently, if we did a neighborhood association, we would go around knocking in people's doors and dragging them out, all wearing matching suits. Well, sorry you missed out on that. I missed out. <laughs> this has also, some phrasing on that as, uh, man, really bugging Marcus. <laughs> Some implications there. They were killing specifically sorcerers. Yeah. But also we find out Shin is uh, basically half human, half sorcerer. His dad was a human. His mom was a sorcerer. But she's gone. She got she got murked pretty early. And then he just worked with his dad like at a factory, I guess. They were just like, like carpenters stuff. or building yeah, a house or they something. They were like carpenters. But also... This was an episode that I really liked because, and this is the first time we get it, a flashback episode describing someone's origin. Give me that. Give me that anime. This is the first time I cared. Hmm. Anytime we got the flashback episodes, like the flashback on uh, Shin, this episode, we later get a flashback about Noi. We later get a flashback about... uh, Nikaido, we later get a flashback about, and those I liked, and those were enjoyable. Oh, like the like continuous exposition that is. Well, no, it was just mostly like that's a more interesting story. Mm. It seemed like a lot of the flashbacks were a little less psychotic than the current timeline was, so it kind of made things feel a little bit more comfortable. Well, and to me, they had a point. Like, because up until this, up until now, nothing has felt like it's had a point for me. And then I get this and I was like, oh man, I'm fucking in this. This is good shit. Hmm. And then we pop back out to just wacky, random chaos, hot topic. If hot topic was an anime is what it felt like to me. Yeah. You get like these flashbacks for like five or six minutes of solid, like, Hey, we have a story arc here where we're explaining something and it's Mm -hmm. getting somewhere. Whereas a lot of the rest of the show just felt like what random shit are we stuffing into Mm. this episode? It was like, they had a room full of people and they're like, all right, we need to, we need to brainstorm some ideas and someone would shout out something. So Johnson is like, imagine there's an alligator man with a with a lizard head. And they're like, ooh, that's good. We're writing that down on the whiteboard. Oh, but there's also this turkey head guy that makes people by cooking ducks. Ooh, that's going on the whiteboard. And nothing didn't make the whiteboard? That's what it felt <laughs> like to me. I appreciated it. Uh, <laughs> I appreciated it that it was not afraid to... St- do wacky whatever stuff 
Um, it, it paid off for me, but I, I don't, I, I can't say that you guys are wrong by any means. And uh, I mean, yeah, like other people, obviously it's rated high on Mal for a reason. It was just for me. I'm like, okay, if you're going to do something, do something for me, this just felt like chaos for the sake of it and not in an interesting mm. way to me. Like I, so yeah, this flashback, this is when I was like, Ooh, okay. I might be in this anime. It took me a minute to get here, but I might be into this. And yeah. Then, and then we had the Nikaido kidnap bit because it's raining. She couldn't fight back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it gets into this a little bit of the plot bit of this, uh, like disaffected younger group that are living in the hole that want to be sorcerers and they want to be powerful. And he's harvesting bits from people who've been experimented on. Nikaido doesn't have one necessarily because that's not what happened. But then we get to meet Johnson. We get to meet Johnson. <laughs> Who's like a seven foot tall cockroach man, crazy teeth, and he's wearing some sneakers. <laughs> I wouldn't even say cockroach man. He's just a seven foot tall cockroach. <laughs> he's just a like, cockroach. There's with, nothing with human teeth. about him. Like, yeah, his his human teeth are the only human thing about him. Yeah. Um, and Kaimon goes down there, you know, pops off the dude's legs. Uh, which killed him surprisingly fast. Like, I don't, you would bleed out from getting your legs chopped off, but I just at the ankles, it would, it would take a little while. I mean, I are you a roach, Nick? You don't know. Oh, no, no. This is the, the guy the that dude. was... Like friends oh, with oh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, he got Johnson to go away by taking one of the legs and pitching it down the hallway and says, fetch. I forgot about that. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, and his name's Johnson. Uh, gotta love him. Uh, oh, speaking of, I meant to say this earlier. I was very upset and I knew it wasn't gonna happen. It was just one of those jokes that I made in my own head that I wanted to sure. be real. I wanted N to name that little pink dog thing Pedro Martinez. <laughs> I wanted that so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There was no way it was going to happen. But I was like, oh, name it Pedro Martinez, please. Be a specific callback to this one joke that will only resonate with one fucker in the audience. Mm-hmm. Turns out Kimi no Todoki and uh, Doro Hidoro are the same universe. Yes. They're the same. <laughs> wow. That would be a twist. Uh, yeah, this is actually the uh, post-apocalyptic future of Kimi no Todoki. Shin is actually Kazahaya-kun. He just had a really fucking bad day. Uh, this is the world when uh, Karuhi wins. Oh, no. Karumi? Oh, <laughs> oh, Karumi. Oh, all my, all my friends hate that. Hate Karumi. All my homies hate Karumi. <laughs> uh, episode 7, uh, you know, there's a, some bits. I, f- uh, I brought we, your favorite. We get a Shamari Shampoo ripoff. Yeah. Hey, I liked it because that's one of my favorite Shampoo episodes. <laughs> Even though it's a throwaway. Uh, this is less of a throwaway. At least there's plot running through it. The other one was just. Although Champloo uh, did have a, a suffered from a little bit of the Saturday morning cartoon individual episode, yeah. very episodic uh, at times. Anywho, I so, did laugh that we got a baseball episode though. Oh yeah, I was like, I, I like the baseball episode. Uh, Abisu and um, Fujita are going to try and get revenge on Kaimon, and then they mm-hmm. hatch up this plan when they see that there's a. A baseball league and Kaimon's in it. Well, but 
before when they disguise themselves to go down, Ibusu's wearing an I Heart Hole shirt. I Heart yeah. Hole. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I should get that shirt. Oh. Maybe. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe no. I would like I would like to be able to wear that shirt. Um I get weird looks whenever I because I have that Dark Souls shirt that says you died. And then like old white people give me very strange looks constantly. Which you know, I mean, old white people give me strange looks. Why is regardless that? Regardless of my shirt. Oh, I can't. I can't put my finger on why. Oh man, I can't go to a restaurant in this town without at least one or two like old white dudes mean mugging the shit out of me until I stare them down. It's, it's. I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired. Any uh, <laughs> Doro Doro. <laughs> Here on the anime backlog, we do not support old white people. We are taking a hardline stance. If you have AARP, don't listen to our fucking podcast. Unless you work at Menards. If you work at Menards, we same love what you money, have to offer. Same big money. When you shop <laughs> Menards. Propane trucks. It's crazy. Um, it's wild. So, Ebisu. You couldn't tell episode 12 dropped today that we're recording this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, episode, so this episode, Ebisu's not down for this uh, until they're like, hey, you're the mascot. This is the outfit. Oh, and then, yeah. And then she's like, I'm all in. I love this little shark outfit with a little chomping string to, to, yeah. to, to have a little uh, shark action. This was when I specifically wrote down that Ibisu was best girl was when she was the shark mascot. Oh, yeah. And that her, was amazing. Her crazy little song about like going in and killing people and shit on the beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but done in her like cutesy voice. Um, but Fujita's plan to kill Kaimon uh, is foiled because the uh, young faced doctor Frankenstein to Matsumura back together. <laughs> As another player. As another team. player for the baseball team. God. Yeah, they needed another player, so they they needed a Frankenstein's monster. Also, watch out for that pit between second and third. It's a, it's a hole that leads to a bottomless swamp. Yeah, it's bottomless. And then, and then they just covered it with like two two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Frankenstein hits like a homer or, you know, outfield bullshit. I don't know, baseball. But he's able to he's able to run the bases. He's able to run the bases, and then he well, because he's Frankenstein man, he doesn't dodge the bottomless pit that they just talked about, and then he just gets into it, and then slowly starts to slide in. And they're like, "I appreciated that both teams were like, oh shit, we gotta go yeah. get him." Well, yeah, Fujita's like Matsumoto. No. Oh, poor Fujita. Um, and then Johnson comes up to bat. And they're like, yeah, uh, I control him with this remote control RC car thing, Johnson. And uh, I taught him a word. And it's just shocking. Shocking. <laughs> I, I appreciated Johnson very much. Oh, I loved Johnson. And, well, I love this whole show. Uh, the other team uh, gives has Ebisu give them free drinks to that were just laced with sleeping pills. Yep. They're still losing. So plan B was kill the bug. And they catch Ebisu trying to pull out like a like a like a bug trap. No, she's trying to make pesticide. Oh, pesticide. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like she I apparently you have to make it like tea. Cause she like peels the <laughs> lid off and she's like, 
pour in the hot water and let boil for like three minutes or something like that. And some other person's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, Nikaido goes up to bat. And at this point, Fujita's, his little magic is that he can make he make little like magic bullets that are, they're all shitty. Um, but he figures out he can add it to his little fastballs to make them go real fast. Mm-hmm. And then Nikaido hits it. And then the old director of the opposite team oh, God, catches yeah. this line drive. And then there's a slow-mo bit where it spins and warms its way through and uh, cocks the old man and the game's over. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of old white men who needed to retire a long time ago. Yeah. yeah no joke, man. <laughs> yeah, he was a mean little bastard. <laughs> Dude. Also, whenever he's like, whenever he's talking about the plan to beat them and he says it's plan A. Mm-hmm. Is to give them the sleeping pills. Like, so you didn't even plan on playing baseball. All, <laughs> yeah, man. no. Like, your first plan was literally just poisoning people. Yeah, Got sabotage it. was the first plan with just a side dish of baseball. Yeah, <laughs> main course is all sabotage. Yeah, no joke. Um, so Frankenstein, though. So, so the game's wrapping up. Whenever Frankenstein was introduced, they said, "Yeah, I have to charge him up every thirty minutes." Or uh, he goes or crazy. He, gets, he goes a little he gets crazy. Violent, yeah. <laughs> and so they run off with Matsumura. They go back to the other side, and then it cuts back to the young doctor again. He's like, "Huh? Where'd the where'd the Frankenstein go?" <laughs> well, it's been I more hope, than thirty I hope minutes. Frankenstein hasn't gone crazy somewhere. <laughs> and then, like, just brushes, moves it on, and then it cuts to them. Frankenstein's going nuts. Mm-hmm. And then we find out Ebisu, who was about to be killed by Frankenstein, um, has lizard-changing magic. And well, also before this, there had been the uh, one dude who was examining her smoke mm, trip yes. and turned Noi into a lizard monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have that she went straight to Spider-Man villain, and yeah, but pink. And, and she uh, was rampaging. She was rampaging. Ebisu turns into uh, some Salazel-looking motherfucker. <laughs> That's a very specific Pokemon reference. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of closes out that part of that episode. Then we get to episode eight. Oh, well, well, real quick. she They get Matsumura's head, and then she just fucking crushes it. Oh, yeah, she just crushes it. <laughs> and then turns to Fujita and is like, you can have this. <laughs> and just hands him like the mush that was Matsumura's head. Yeah, he tries to get it resurrected by the cat, um, but it's not enough. It's all messed up, and mm-hmm. he gets it in a vacuum sealed necklace. It looks like a fucking name tag. Yeah, it looks like one of those like laminated name tag things where you can just like slide an ID badge into Put it. Put the meat bits in there. It was it was <laughs> very like bits. I'm at a con energy. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> like, and this is my friend. <laughs> God. Uh, episode eight is Kaimon picking up a. Uh, he goes by himself to the sorcerer land because Nikaido's been getting hurt, uh, and that bothers him. So he's going mm-hmm. off by himself. He helps a kid getting mugged in the street. Ends up getting a job at a meat pie restaurant, and uh, he's an incredibly shitty worker. What but- do you mean? <laughs> he quiet quit. No one wants to work anymore. Um, Shut up. So, <laughs> uh, but then we get to introduce to this idea of Blue Knight, 
which is this uh, partner pairing multi-day festival. And he thinks that it's like, oh, okay, I might be able to find Risu there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, Kaima- before, before Blue Knight, we meet Aikawa from Risu's memories. Yeah, so oh, this yeah, is when yeah, yeah. things get interesting because he's got Kaiman's build and likes knives. So this is when, for me, the story started getting like, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. I thought he was Risu, and then it's it's not. Is it this Aikawa dude? Is it this extra specter that shows up every now and then that's unexplained? Because Risu uh, goes through his memories. He gets... I'm probably skipping around a little bit, but there's this... Other, it's impossible not to. This other Risu-looking guy who killed Risu, but then also this figure took Kaimon's head in a jar at one point. Yeah. Which we skipped past a little bit. Uh, but, so much happened. There yeah, was so a much lot happening. happened. Uh, but Kaimon keeps falling upwards just by accident most of the time, and it's I, I got a kick out of it. He tries to infiltrate Blue Knight, takes out some guards... And then just was like trying to infiltrate, wearing their outfit, doing the Sam Splinter Cell bullshit. And then someone's like, hey, we need your help in the place that you need to be right now. <laughs> yeah, your shift's over. Go inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he just falls upward till the point where he's in the area with like Anne and their crew and everything. Well, I love the part where he kept getting like tasked to do things while he's wearing the white mask. So he's like. I'm getting out of this stupid disguise. It keeps getting me. He just changes from a white mask to a black to mask. To a black mask. Yeah, <laughs> to a black one. Yeah. But left the entire rest of the outfit on. Yeah. Uh, so that one, and then we get, that's when we figure out more about, okay, yeah, this was the end of the episode, was Risu figuring things out slowly. Um, episode nine, we get Kid Noi and uh, Noi's backstory. Which, again, another moment where I was like, this is good. I like this. Also, I would have totally watched a fucking uh, anime about Kid Noi wearing 300-pound knight armor trying to go on this journey to become a demon or uh, become a devil. Yeah. I'd have watched the shit out of that. Or just Shin and Noi buddy buddy cop. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. (laughs) I'd have watched that, too. Kaiman was the worst part of this anime. I hated him. Yeah. He, he's, he's definitely the weakest character out of all of them. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Why did the author make this their main character the weakest character? I don't know. You've seen My, My Hero Academia. Deku's the worst. Deku, I would take Deku over Kaiman. I don't know. After like season three, Deku just became this most boring piece of shit. I, the other characters carry hard carry the show until this most get- recent one. Have you guys ever read Name of the Wind? Mm-mm. It's a book series, and I swear to God, the main character, Kavoth, is the worst fucking part of the book. Like, those, it's supposed to be a trilogy. The third one has not come out yet. I doubt it's ever going to. Oh, is that Patrick uh, Rothfuss? Ro- Rothfuss. Rothfuss, yeah. And Kavoth sucks. I fucking hate Kavoth, but every goddamn other character is so fucking cool. That's Kaiman here. Where I'm like, I would, this would be a much better anime if you weren't here. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the weakest part of like like the character cast. Um, so we get the Shin and Noi backstory. They, 
these two gentlemen are interested in Shin and Noi uh, to, mm-hmm. to force them to be partners. They assault the ramen shop that they're in. And uh, at this point, Noi has to go without using magic for a year to finish her transition to becoming a devil. And she is just three days away from retirement. Three days from to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> and then and, her partner is cut down in the line of duty. <laughs> yep. And she uses her magic to, to heal Save him. Save his life. And then she, because uh, at this point, Shin's a cleaner for N. Mm-hmm. And then N's like, hey, you got a new... You got a new partner, and it's Noi. And I thought that was a nice little backstory for him. Um, and the and the dastards or the dastardly duo who attacked them was Baku and Yaku. <laughs> Baku oh, and Yaku, God, yeah. And so they're also at Blue Knight, trying. They're up to their old shit, trying to get Noi and Shin. Uh, Shin gets taken out by sleeping drugs. And he's just sleeping for the next, like, two episodes. <laughs> they like doing that in this show. Yeah. Uh, How did he get to the chandelier to put all the sleeping darts? Dude. <laughs> I don't know. Magic? Like, it, was, it, was, it was a cool shot. I appreciated that. But it was First like. First off, like, yeah, Dr. Sniper. And then yeah. he's got a chandelier of just syringes with sleep <laughs> yeah. drugs in them. And he shoots the chain of the chandelier. The chandelier with all the sleep needles falls on shit. Yeah. Again, it was one of those like nothing doesn't make the whiteboard. Every idea <laughs> goes on the whiteboard. Uh, I like yeah, it. This was absolutely a throw shit at the wall anime for some of the ideas they brought in. Where it's like, man, this is gonna look cool. It ain't gonna make a fucking lick of sense. But we're putting it in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Noi gets blasted and then thrown into a box of anti-magic. So she's just staying there. And they're both getting carted up to the floating creepy church in the sky where they go do the partner ritual. Yeah. I appreciate the, like, shitty, like, gym clothes uniforms that they get where it's like a t-shirt and, like, Mm -hmm. basketball shorts. Wait, is that this episode? No, that's next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... It's hard to keep track. Yeah, it's they, all over yes. the place. They I all also kind of did watch me- it like very concurrently, yeah. so it was like uh, the one of the employees at the food shop uses food magic too, and then they fight the the these two bad guys who are trying to kidnap Shin and Noi, and then the kid just turns the dude into a meat pie. He turns himself inside yeah. the fuck out, and then gets a crispy crust. And then it's another <laughs> question of like. Are these people eating people? Because <laughs> it seems they are. meat pies. Yeah. Between the mushrooms and the pastries. And yeah. <laughs> this is Curse of Strahd all over again. Yeah. These and are then, the dream pastries. And then Noise, you know, gets out and is like, man, we got to find Shin. And she just sits down on this thing. He's like, oh, you're here. And this body bag unzips him and wakes him up. <laughs> I also you're- just realized that was a huge spoiler for D&D. For, for a DD oh. module. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, Soylent Green is people. Green uh, is people. Any other spoilers we want to do? Meat pie, mushrooms. Uh, and then they just Bruce leave the Willis meat was a ghost the whole time. Um, they just leave the meat pie there. And then they. The yeah. Abby Sue and uh, Noise Dog shows up. They see the meat pie and then they just start going to town on it. <laughs> no, it, it was Shin's dog. 
Yeah, Shin's dog. It was Shin's Noi dog. Noi was trying Noi, to find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Noi got the dog because she thought the dog could help her find Shin. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, Shin was sleeping for two plus days. Two plus days. <laughs> Man, a chandelier of drugs will do that to you. Yeah, it gets now, me every time. kill you. Knock you out for two days. All that was in the syringes were, was just Benadryl. That's all it was. <laughs> Dude, it, 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 I'd be out. Um, yeah. And then how much of this show's plot is just characters stumbling upon the next thing? Most of it. Dude, the one that was the most egregious was Fujita coming to back during the baseball episode was Fujita like, we got to find Kaimon. And he just has a flyer right there and it's got Kaimon's name on it. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, but moving on. And then and then we get the pairing off. They're going to go up there. Uh, Shin and Noi are just like, oh, we're going to be partners. They they had this bit where they all got applications and Fujita doesn't. Gets he gets two. It's revealed that one was his, and the other person never shows up. But then it was mm-hmm. Ebisu the whole time. Which also, fuck you, Ebisu, for making him wait there for two yeah. days. Yeah, Ebisu was hanging out the whole time too. The just whole time. <laughs> well, but was she like, was. They they showed that she was embarrassed to admit mm-hmm. it. Um, oh yeah. yeah, they pulled off her mask and she was all red faced, like, like beet red. Yeah. Uh, Johnson made a cake in this at the end of this episode Johnson too. Johnson made a cake. Johnson made a cake. You know, good for Johnson. <laughs> good job, Johnson. Episode 10. Um, we're back in the Hungry Bug, which is the restaurant Nikaido owns and runs. I will say uh, we did forget something again. Oh. Uh, N also creates that, like, uh, like doll of Nikaido and, like, shoves a mushroom in it. Mm-hmm. A- and it makes uh, the real Nikaido basically, like, uh, collapse. And a mushroom pops out of her previous scar from when she got mushroomed. Yep. And and then episode 10. And Sorry. then episode 10 is the fallout of that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the doctors gets m- absolutely melted. And just super dead. And turns into a mushroom with his weird face tattoo as a yeah. pattern. Um, they're, they're being attacked by this mushroom man. Uh, they go up into Nikaido's room and she pulls out the mask. Her sorcerer mask. Which was given to her by uh Asu. By that devil. Yeah. Asu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh she went to town on him. Um, but it was the, a trap. But it was a trap. <laughs> the mushroom's blood creates a giant door, and then they're suddenly back in the sorcerer world. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then everyone falls through that's plot relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was thinking a sip of tea right then, and I almost just spit it all over everything. Uh, and then Nikaido gets forced into doing this partner stuff. So this like contract script thing is like an organ that's just inside someone's chest. Well, a sorcerer's chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the devils just put a door handle up to your chest, slam it into you, and then they open you up. Just open it like a cabinet. <laughs> just like, yeah, just an armoire oh. of guts. Yeah. And what's in the chest pantry? Yeah. <laughs> Soylent Green. Mm-mm. Stop. Uh, and then Shin and Noi, they're just like stoked to be there. They're like, happy to be partners again. Abby um, mm-hmm. Sue's having some uh, some of the bubble gut and uh, runs after, off. After uh, <laughs> eating the uh, Soylent pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Zaku, I think. <laughs> uh, and then we find that uh, Nikaido is getting forced into a contract with N because N is on the um, the warpath for a sorcerer that can use uh, 
time magic. Which we find out Nikaido can do. And Nikaido's the, so, the time magician. We don't ever see it? I don't That's think. what I was confused about. Like, I genuinely was like, it. did I... Well, I also was like, did I miss a scene or something like that? Like, because I... How, when did we establish this kind of... Or how did we establish this? I was very lost. Because w- whenever she went to the shop to sell it, the dude was like, what the fuck is this? And then, well, yeah, yeah, dude was really excited to get that but smoke. Yeah. But we know we don't know anything about what her time magic is at all. Uh, yeah. This this show definitely has a big like you got to read the fucking manga issue mm. with it of like there's a lot of unexplained stuff once you get through the season here. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then uh we cut back to Kaimon, he's hanging out with the meat shop. He's like, "Hey, we got a delivery. Let's go." Someone is on death row and wants their final meal to be our meat pies. And it's one of the cross-eyed dudes. And he says this line because he gets caught and I guess he get he got burned severely when he got caught. And he asked for these meat pies and he like bites into it and he's like, Haha, this is crispier than my face. <laughs> and Jesus. I, I loved that line. God. Uh and then Kaiman's trying to ask him a question, and then the noose whips down because he's finished his last meal, and then a crazy ass demon devil pulls him up into what it is also is he's like here's what the guy looks like and it's just a picture on his hands that he holds together yeah that was interesting and again i was like what the fuck is any of this Mm -hmm. and then the bug devil beetle demon executioner thing yeah he's like it's time to go to hell and then just drops a noose around his neck eats the guy uh Kaiman's like freaking out. No, tries to grab his legs and pull him back out. And then Asu shows up and just severs the dude's legs off so that Kaiman doesn't get sucked into the mouth hell portal mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Um, because when you do the contract, one of the things and one of the reasons why those other two dudes were trying to get Shinanoi, um, you can exert your influence on the other person. Mm hmm. Um, and it seems, I, I guess, it, I assumed it was just like whomever's got the stronger will can do it because it can go both ways. Because yeah. otherwise, if you're being benign about it, you just kind of know their general status at any given time. Like, you know, if they're yeah. hurt and stuff like that. Uh, but otherwise, you could just force them into like you just do a diplomacy check and you go straight to friendly. Yeah, they're it, they're subservient now. Yeah, basically. Uh, diplomacy checks isn't magic. <laughs> Well, going from <laughs> from hostile to friendly, that's pretty magical. Well, that, and I don't care what those fucking dice say. I don't care if you got a natural 20. There's no critical successes on skill checks. Unpopular D&D opinion. Yeah, diplomacy, you I should only go die up on that hill. a track or two, I think. You should only shift one or two, depending on how successful you were. So even hostile should go to neutral at best, I think. But it, or but just it, like... <laughs> yeah, whatever. This isn't a D&D podcast. Um, That's coming out next week. So no, it's not. That's a joke. The characters are in jail. The The other supporting cast, they're in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson makes a friend with a very crafty little cockroach. Oh, can my pick gosh. Locks. <laughs> and yeah, the other guy's like, oh, Johnson, you made a friend. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of the whiteboard. <laughs> Man, again, just everything goes on the whiteboard. That's the shirt I want. Yeah. Everything makes the white. Um, episode 11. Uh, he, the, the, the characters break out of jail. 
and they're Gunda, the the like stall owner, Fujita's there, Ebisu's there, and Shin just shows up after the gun pops out, pops the, the doctor's arm off, and he's like, wait a second. You're the you guy that guy? saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, Kas- stitched my body back together. Hoist and Kasukabe is real chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he's real chill. Uh, they have like Noi heals up everybody. They're just hanging out, like eating the snack. And he's like, Yeah, you need to go. Like, I'll give you this pass. I'm supposed to, you know, like, I'm not supposed to kill you or anything, but just stay away from Kaimon and I'll just let you go. He's like, ah, yeah. I, yeah, I can't really do that. So that's an interesting dynamic, I think, where like there's these two opposing groups. They're, I mean, one's being mind controlled, sure, but like generally they're not. They don't hate each other. They just have like opposing just, goals. I was gonna say they're just on opposite teams, basically. Yeah. Um. So I, I thought that was a refreshing bit of the show too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're you all hate terrible. each other during the game, but then you shake hands and hang out afterwards. Yeah. Like Kaimon's, <laughs> good. You game, know, good casually game, going, "Hey, the man in the magic carpet who is giving us a taxi ride. I'm just <laughs> going to stab him." And then he's going to tumble off the side. Oh, yeah. And then we're like, oh, wait, do you know how to fly this? No. Okay, we're no. going to crash land. There's uh, a little bit. Uh, we get a little bit of end backstory because of his self-produced movie that they showed in Nikaido. Dude. <laughs> it was Fucking ridiculous, great. but I actually enjoyed that part. Again. Flashbacks being the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Um and written, it, directed, and acted by N. <laughs> by yeah. N. Yeah, the the bit where ends this narcissist is an interesting bit. There's like statues of him everywhere. He and like he, paintings and he stuff. had a pop song that was popular for a while too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I forgot about <laughs> Dr- that. Dreamy mushrooms was the song title. God. Uh, and the boss at this at some point they are doing a, a weird meat pie aside story. Like a competition. A competition a with a former employee. Uh, and she's cheating using her magic to get customers. Specifically men. Yeah. Um, and then the that character so far has been the most, I would say, the most sexualized of all of them. Like she's got like a like actively drawing low-cut shirt, short skirt, and her magic is to seduce men. And she's got like the bat mask. That was weird. Thing. Well, I, I was like, is this like a succubus joke? Mm. Uh, I could see it. Thing? I could see it. And uh, But this separates everyone, and Nikaido is off by herself. And mm-hmm. Boss Man's like, hey, here's your chance. Go. Like, you gotta go. Um, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I haven't... I wasn't any help with your business. And then the Boss Man's like, it's okay, I haven't paid you yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Kaiman's uh, like, I'll be back for my paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they, he tries to get Nikaido away at this point, um, which leads us into episode 12. Nikaido's like, I don't want to leave. Well, also, I'm going to keep doing this for ends of Oh, episodes. no, that's okay. I, it also probably doesn't matter, but her magic wears off and tries one of the old dude's uh, meat special. pies, but he's like, I made a special one. It's made with chanterelle mushrooms, and ends like, ooh, takes a bite, and he goes, yeah, you win, and then just walks off. Competition over. 
You win. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, episode 12, little Nikaido Kaiman fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Nikaido's like, are you holding back because I'm a girl? And Kaiman's like, I never saw oh, you yeah. as a girl. <laughs> uh, Kaiman hallucinates harder after this. Starts figuring out more of his memories. Just just being in the Sorcerer Land seems to be unlocking more and more memories for him. Uh, so they fight for a while, get like knocked under the chapel. Mm-hmm. Kaiman gets knocked out, and then someone stabs Nikaido. And so this is kind of going back to that weird like specter dude who looks kind of like Risu. Just showing up and knifing people. Someone has the mysterious stranger perk and Fallout, and he just shows up and like shoots people. <laughs> That's oh, a specific yes. joke. Oh yes. <laughs> um, sp- quick aside for the mysterious stranger, we're playing a Fallout RPG tabletop, and we as a group have collectively gained the, the mysterious stranger perk. But instead of a man in a trench coat with a fedora, it's actually a group of sentient. Um. Was it raccoons? No. A trench coat? Opossums. It's a group of opossums in a trench coat with a gun. Perfect. And they show up, they shoot the guy, and then they just scatter and leave the trench coat and gun behind every time. <laughs> so uh, you just get a new trench coat every time? Yeah. <laughs> so, but nice episode, coat. episode 12. <laughs> Back uh, to anime. Nikaido gets stabbed, super stabbed. Asu shows up, uh, gets them both away, heals them up. Uh, gets Kaiman and Nikaido away from here because Ends showing up, and uh, Asu rips out the contract temporarily. It'll regrow as End gets mm-hmm. closer. Well, uh, no. he says specifically if you see him. Yeah, again. if you see him. And um, this oh, we part- missed the part where uh, Chota was like giving assassination training to Nikaido to try to offer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chota, <laughs> like- he was. So Kaiman was a weak character. Chota wasn't a was not a good character. I thought had some funny lines, but that was about it. His his line was, yeah, yeah. Whenever he gets getting turned into Nikaido to keep up this ruse, uh, he's like trying to talk shit to this devil, and the devil's like, "What you little what? What finish that sentence? I'll send you. To <laughs> I will hell. send you to hell." Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, I you just like forget because Asu's otherwise like even keeled and chill the whole time. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the, they make amends, Nikaido and Kaiman, they're teleported out close to where Risu is. I, from, that's kind of what I gathered. And the show just kind of ends. I mean, they're just like, yeah, we'll just be friends. Yeah. We'll roll credits. Friends. Yeah. It was a strange, strange place to end a season. It felt yeah. like they had plans that they were going to finish up this story arc. And that's why they left it where they did. And then just, it never happened. Because and well, then even, MAPA... even if you do a, uh, oh, you know what? This last episode came out March 29th, 2020. Do you think it was pandemic involved? Maybe. Oh. It may have messed with scheduling, but it's also been over three years now. Well, well and then it just got never wild. went back. Shit got wild, but... though, you know, over there, especially with... Like they locked the fuck down. Like, like, yeah, like we should. They did have. lock the fuck down, but and I, it's, I imagine it's been three years, and Mappa's done how many projects since then? I imagine I'm it was saying, just like contracting at that point. Like, all right, yeah, like we have to move on to the next thing, and they got like five or six big things in a row. Well, and also 
uh, unfortunately, during this time, since then, uh, Billy Comets, the voice of Risu, passed away. Mm. The English voice actor. So he passed away. Rest in peace, him. But um, so that could be something affecting it as well. I see that. I I just thought of like when this aired, it came out. So they would have already recorded it. I wonder if they had a hard time adjusting to the pandemic uh, studios, like going to remote recording the ones that did anyway, because some didn't. Mm -hmm. Some just stopped, Um, closed up. Exactly. So I wonder if it could have been a situation like that as well. But also, yes, three years later, but. Maybe they were like, well, it already fucking happened. We're not going back. Yeah, the, the, the schedule's already, like, we're already moving on, unfortunately. Yeah. That's, that's I can see that totally being plausible because it doesn't feel like they had gone, this is one season. Usually, even if even if a show has, like, a two-core two season in mind, there's usually some sort of closure or, yeah. like, natural f- bit of finality where, you know, obviously or there's more. Even just a good cliffhanger. This wasn't a good cliffhanger. It just stopped. Yeah. And so that's where I believe they had plans to make this more and it just fell off. Yeah. And then they did the shorts for fun. Maybe they just had extra stuff ready to go <laughs> lying around like cut scenes or something. So like that. one of the shorts does address the, the Gyoza fairy. Okay. He is but, like a, f- but that wasn't part of the assignment. So <laughs> just since Doro Hidoro aired Mappa has been, Dropped twenty eight productions. Oh my god! I will say the animation <laughs> studio is typically not in charge of the voice acting. A lot of times, an animation studio will do something, and then a at least for dubs, and then a different studio will handle the voice acting. Yeah, it's usually contracted out through the production team. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean that could affect it. But again, it could have been like a, ah, the pandemic fucked us. We're not fucking going back. Like maybe they didn't have like good enough reviews at that time or ran out or like budget issues. I imagine this wouldn't have been like, didn't have the market appeal as like Jujutsu Kaisen or Chainsaw Hell's Paradise, everything else they do. Um, Because it's, it's decently popular on Mal. It's like it's 404 in terms of total number of views, but that's not super high. That's yeah. definitely not like mm-hmm. Kaizen or anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 in, in in a in an hour and a half nutshell. That's Doro hey Doro. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess we can get to the point where we're at the final thoughts um, on this wacky acid trip of a violent show. Um, what did you guys give it an overall for a score? Since we're we're doing scores, for me, five. Ooh. Like, honestly, yeah, I just did. There wasn't a whole lot I enjoyed. It was just mid at best for me. Mm. I didn't enjoy this. I it unfortunately felt like a chore to watch, which is which is a shame because. I know you liked it a lot, Dan. I've had other people gas it up and say, like, how much it slaps. So going into this, I thought, okay, it's probably not going to be for me, but I think I'll like it. And then I just didn't. And so I, so I had, a, I honestly had kind of a hard time getting through the 12 episodes. And this just wasn't for me. It just didn't hit. Hmm. That's fair. Nick, what did you think? Got, 
I've got two scores to give. Uh, oh. Sober, it's about a <laughs> 6.5. <laughs> After an edible with some fast hands, 7.5. <laughs> fast hands? Uh, yeah, I got these weird uh, edibles from Missouri that hit in like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh. Um, and they hit hard. So that sounds scary. <laughs> that's the devil's work, boy. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's black magic. It kind of yeah. freaks me out, but uh, I popped one of those before I watched the last four episodes, and it kind of brought the enjoyment up a little bit. Um, <laughs> Put you in the right state of mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the just like I'm just going to accept everything here and no longer question all the whiteboard bullshit that's happening right now. So for me, um, this shows. An, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I was going to say, the humor was hitting for me most of the time. It was the overall like plot and characters where it's like, these are cool things that are happening, or these are cool characters. But as I said, it never really brought me along for the ride. But when I was inebriated, mm-hmm. I just kind of was able to relax and just say, I'm just going to watch and enjoy what's happening on the screen right now. Sure. And I think yeah, that's some, how you have to approach hit. it. Like you're not- yeah, Some things hit for me, but it was- it was very few and far between that. So that's mm. kind of it. So like, yeah, some of the humor did hit, but most of it didn't. And like some of the characters I thought had cool moments, but most of it didn't. So five though. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm just going middle of the road. That's, like, that's what I gave K. <sighs> I right. stand by my number. That's pretty savage. I, I'm giving, um, <laughs> Doro Hey Doro. Uh, for me, as much as I love it, it's not perfect, but it's just, it's an eight eight for me. Um, and uh, eight point oh six on Mal, uh, but just curious, what keeps it from getting that other point zero two or point two? I can't math. So, what keeps it from like a perfect or even just what, a nine? What keeps it from a nine? What so keeps it from a nine? from a nine, um, a whole a whole point from a ten is the CG was terrible. And it 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 it, uh, it dragged me, but the point two was what kept it from perf- like if if one whole point was the CG, the point two was I do agree with some of the gripes that you guys have absolutely like it is okay. very disjointed and kind of random, but I enjoyed that aspect of it. But even for me, the part that I enjoyed it was too much. There, there could have been just an ever so slightly more contiguous through line that made Mm -hmm. the show kind of string together a little bit better. The mystery wasn't interesting enough to make it cohesive to, to have that constant through line, but that's two tenths of a point for me on a a gripe. But um, so that's why, like I said, I don't disagree with the issues. Um, It's just the parts that worked for me. Just, I was just cackling and giggling and just enjoying myself the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I see why people like it. Mm-hmm. I, I get why people like it. I just don't like it for... I don't have those same reasons sure. of liking it. It's not Marcus's it's bag. <laughs> not, nah, not, not me. Not bag, baby. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Well, that will wrap us up at about uh, an hour 40. Uh, thank you for everyone... Uh, Listen and that's just through. part two, so if you're still a two-hour one. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens after I edit. 
I might just cut out whole swaths of my rants. All right. Goodbye, episode <laughs> five, episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for watching it on my recommendation slash assignment. Uh, I guess we'll send it off from here. I was joined again by my co-hosts, Marcus. Hello. And Nick Sparks. We'll see you next Wednesday. We'll see you next right, Wednesday. Well, yeah, I guess goodbye, not hello. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to episode 15 of the Anime Backlog Podcast. If you want to follow along with Dan, Marcus, and Nick, next week for episode 16, the assignment will be to watch the full 13 episodes of A Place Further Than the Universe, currently available on Crunchyroll. If you enjoyed the show and wish to support us, please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, and spread the word about the show to friends or on social media. We really appreciate any help you can give in helping to grow the podcast. You can follow the show on social media to get updates at the handle at the Anime Backlog, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Oh, my God.